we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're listening to The Talking Stage. If you're new here, welcome. And if not, you're back unprovoked. And we take no responsibility if your feelings are hurt. Hi guys. Welcome back to The Talking Stage. Welcome, welcome, Um, welcome. mm -hmm. I'm Anita. I'm Sahel. And we're back for another episode this week, um, which I think would be quite interesting. But let's begin with, uh, how's your week been? <laughs> it's been good. Um, yeah, it's just been a good week. I was on placement this morning. I'm very tired. Do you know when you wake up early? Yeah, I like to wake up early myself. Like by early, I mean like eight, nine, not ridiculous times, like six, five or six, any time. But when I wake up on my own accord, it's fine. But do you know when you have to be awake for that hour? It just feels disrespectful. In my personal yeah. opinion. Wait, but, you know, oh, you mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you actually have to get up. Exactly. But that's how adults choice. function. So, you know, that's what yeah. I gotta do. But don't you feel like you've done a lot today, even though it's only 2pm? It's 2pm, yeah, exactly. And I've, I've only mm-hmm. just eaten. So. Yeah. Like, I saw a tweet the other day and it was like, it's crazy the amount of things you can get done when you wake up at 7. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, But yeah, well, that's good then. At least you've had like a... Would you say productive week? Yeah, it's been good. That's good. That's good. How's your week? Um, same old. I'm really trying to write this dissertation. It's giving me a headache now. I feel like I'm getting older every day that goes by. No. Um, just because I'm just trying to write this dissertation. I know. And it kind of hit me how I finished. I literally finished uni forever. Well, potentially my bachelor's in nine Mm. weeks. Like wow it's kind of crazy that's very crazy but i'm quite excited to be honest seems like yesterday first year i know i know yeah time flies you know it literally flies how has it been three years but i was speaking to my parents yesterday and like um i don't know they were just talking about me like coming home blah 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 and i was like it's weird that i'm gonna be moving out of london for the last time Mm -hmm. like and i'm not actually coming back yeah, that's very weird. It's going to be very weird for me when you guys all go. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I mean, you only have two years left then, so. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's the start of a new, a new life. Um, And I was speaking to my friend on the walk yesterday and um, Matty. I don't know why I said my friend. You've all met him. <laughs> and he was just talking about, like, what he's going to be doing next year, blah, blah, blah. And, like, how he thinks he probably is going to have to make new friends wherever he goes and how he kind of wants to. And I was thinking, yeah, like, we're all going to be doing our own thing elsewhere. Exactly. I feel like I feel like we think life starts when we come to uni, but it and, actually yeah. starts. And if you think about after. it, like... As you get older, like, people, like, these aren't just your friends. They're now your uni friends. Like, mm. you make friends, like, along the way in life. But, like, yeah. do you know that your friends, like, your immediate friends you just refer to as your friends? Like, you have your yeah. friends and then you have your home friends. But now you have your home friends and your uni friends. And your, and your main friends. friends will be your work friends. <laughs> That's no, just ridiculous. Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's weird. But I feel like it's normal. Like, it's actually natural. You know what I mean? Mm, of course. But yeah, so that's what my week has been. It's kind of been a week of, I guess, realisations and work. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, um, work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is what life is these days. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um, and I was actually talking um, about it 
with my therapist <laughs> and I was just saying like it's so weird how I feel like a lot of people live their lives um like not kind of resenting their what they do you know what I mean mm. always hoping for something better but really like this is it now you know what I mean yeah so I was basically talking about how me as a person I think that I like learning but I don't think I'm necessarily academic like obviously I do science blah 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 but like I like learning science because I enjoy it but I don't like academia and like the university environment because I feel mm, like that's just not I know what you mean yeah that's just not where I thrive and I was saying it's weird though because I felt like really and truly I didn't have a choice in coming here it was mm. more of a I have to and I feel mm. like a lot of choices we make as we get older is because we have to not because we necessarily want to oh, 100% but yeah, I feel like that leads us very nicely into the episode. Before we, I know it very much leads us nicely, but can I tell you a quick story from today? Go ahead. And I'll tell mm-hmm. the viewers as well, like, you know, both of you getting a live reaction and the whatnot. Mm-hmm. But today I was walking to the GP surgery and this lady stopped, very basically she was walking up and down the street, yeah. like across the road and she almost got run over a couple of times, but you know. Wow. And then she walked to me and I was just like, oh, she's going to ask me for change. And I was just, I mentally mm. prepared myself because I never have change, like... That's the bad yeah, thing whenever yeah. you encounter, like, I feel like a lot of people our age, we just don't have change. I don't have cash. Um, yeah. And she was like, oh, do you mind getting me some food? And we were literally stood next to a Tesco. I was like, yeah, of course, like, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. And I had 10 minutes before I had to be there. And then, yeah. right, okay, this is where it gets sticky. Because I walked in, I thought sis was just going to grab, like, a meal deal or something. I was like, that's fine. Like, you know, I'm not going to tell you you have a cap on how much you're spending. But she went into the aisle. She was barely deciding what she wanted. And yeah. bearing in mind, I only had 10 minutes to get to my surgery and I like to get there a couple minutes early because there's, yeah. there's a lot of stairs, so like it takes me a minute to recover. Anywho, um, so yeah, so she was just deciding, I was like, sis, I don't mean to rush you, but like I'm going to be late for work. Yeah. And she was like, okay, yeah. cool. And she was like, oh, I'm just going to put this stuff in my bag so it's she had a little Tesco carrier with her. Yeah. I'm just going to put my stuff in my bag so it's easier to check out. I was like, all right, cool, I don't know. Yeah, like do what you got to do. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Um, so we went to the we went to the checkout, and then she only and then she got a couple of like bits from near the counter, like some chocolate, but she only scanned them, not the stuff that was in her bag. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah, so I was an accessory to, and obviously I paid for it, and it was two pound, like two pound, like eighty something, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But she didn't scan the stuff that was in her bag, and I ain't no stitch. I'm not gonna tell her to like scan the stuff in front of her. Like that's your own, like that's your yeah. business. But I think I was mm. an accessory to a crime. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say. Yeah, I feel like. Mm, I don't know <laughs> that's a sticky situation yeah. because yeah that's sticky because I mean well but, to be honest, she got the food that she needed yeah she I mean you did kind of help her like not help her with her accessory to stealing but like she needed food <laughs> and you bought her food you know what I mean so like yeah. you did your good deed, and I, I guess and I clocked <laughs> and did you know what yeah the the guy behind the till was like she's mm. not allowed to come in here I was like I was like bro relax I'm buying her food and she wasn't wearing a mask, oh, and I was no. like, bro, relax. And then he oh, said that, and then yeah, I clocked no. what she was doing, and I put two and two together in my head, and I was just like, okay, yeah. okay. Because I work at Sainsbury's, right, and there are people that we've banned from the shop because they steal. Mm. So, like, even if they want to come in with somebody else, we only let the other person in because they'll still try something. Yeah, exactly. so that's what she I did. get now why they were probably like, no. And do you know what was the peak thing? She, she was mm-hmm. like, oh, can I get some toilet paper too? I was like, sis, I'm going to be late for work. Like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, not going to lie. And then <laughs> and then the thing is, because I was going to be late, like, I 
like I, I double tapped and I heard the ping and I left but she was still talking mm. to the person behind the till and I left and I think the fact that I left in a skedaddle was a bit sus but I was like you know what I'm late I didn't do anything wrong like so was this a, is what a it is. Tesco no Tesco Express little one little oh, Tesco oh so it was a little one Oh, well, it you know, what it is, at least man. she's got food. This is this is a different area to me, so this is not my local Tesco. Like, I'm not going to go there again. Like, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now I'm banned from the uh, Tesco and Strom. But yeah, at least you did a nice thing, a good deed, I guess. Yeah, I tried. I had good intentions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that... that's a th- It's the thought that counts. It's the thought <laughs> that counts. And if any police officers are listening to this, I was unaware. I was an accessory. Yeah. I was yeah. just trying to be a good citizen. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You were doing a good deed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess that, well, <laughs> moving on. I guess leads us on to like growing up. Um, so today's episode is about overcoming the fear of growing up. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's quite relevant to like the period of our lives that we're both in. And because when I was old. talking to Sahel, yeah, <laughs> we're not even, I think we're just like, I don't know. As you get older, you realise that you're not getting younger, if that makes sense. Which I know is a yeah. thing, but like, you know when you're a teen and you're turning another teen age, it's just, it's calm, like It feels like lit, but now it feels daunting. Because you know I mean? I'm just like, yeah. I'm turning 23, 23 this year, 23, exactly. 23. As in, yeah. my age mates are applying for council tax, and what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I was talking to Sahal about this episode. I was like, yeah, like, I think it would be interesting to just talk about and discuss, blah, blah, blah. And she was like... But why? Like, I haven't overcome the fear. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I was like so, yeah. some of us are so scared. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fair enough. But, you know, I think it would be interesting because a lot of people are going um, through it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that's yeah. one of the things. Um, I think one thing as well, because I don't, I'm a year older than you, so my age mates that mm. I went to school with um, graduated last year in the summer mm. of lockdown. So I feel like a lot of them went through the post-uni kind of depression in the middle of a pandemic as well, where they can't find new jobs and they can't do the things they want mm. to do, like, for example, travel. And my friend actually wrote a really nice article about it. And the thing is, like, I, think I, I actually even, read that. And I even related. I was like, I'm not going through this, but like, I think mm. still being in uni and seeing other people move on or see like you guys are going to graduate this year, like people are moving on and like you're kind of stuck in a way. And it feels like, I think for me, being in uni makes me feel like I'm not growing up, if that makes mm. sense. Like, I'm not a full yeah. adult yet. I'm still in education. But in two, year, in two years' time, I'm going to be a full adult. Like, not in my yeah. head. Like, But not only yeah, am I going to yeah. be a full adult, I'm going to be a whole doctor. So it's kind of yeah. like, it's zero to hundreds. Yeah, no. I feel like university is this facade that they, like, put you in. Like, an institution to help you feel like you're still young <laughs> exactly you know what i mean because really exactly. like eight i know a lot of people my age who from school from sixth form they didn't they didn't go to uni like mm. that was their adult life you know what i mean from there on yeah, like exactly you do everything for yourselves and i feel like university has kind of been that safety net it's i mean in some ways i think it was created to ease people into life however i feel that third year is definitely throwing you into the deep end yeah. deep end you know mm. what i mean um and I feel like for me, kind of similar along the lines that you're saying, like, I feel like growing up is one of those fears that is natural. Like, yeah. as much as it's like kind of cliche to be like, oh, it's just it's just normal. Like, it's just life, blah, blah, blah. Like it is like it is just normal for you to be. I think for people mm-hmm. to be scared of growing up. It's like it's like when you're doing a new thing, like when you're trying a new sport or something like I think 
being confident that you're gonna get it right first time would be weird. And I think it's the same with life. Like, Mm. I think a lot of the time there's pressure that you have to do, like you have to be good, like you have to have it all together. You've got to, you know, choose the right career path, choose the right job, like Mm -hmm. find a place to live, have all of this stuff together, like right now. And I think that's one of the reasons why it is scary because before, that was my parents' job. Yeah, <laughs> Like, true. I didn't have to even think about paying bills, paying rent. Like, it wasn't mm. up to me, but now exactly. it will be. Exactly. Like, my sister Jenny just, like, 20 minutes ago, she sent me a message saying, like, oh, mm. how much do you pay rent and things like that. And she was like, mm. I want to move out. Like, I was like, sis, you've only just turned 18. Like, there's no... I'm, yeah. I was like, I'll call you in a bit because I've got a tutorial. But, like, she's just in a rush to leave. And I think to that, leave. like... I think at that age you crave your own space and you crave wanting yeah. to be on your own and the fact mm. that she's like um she's working full-time and still with my parents it's kind of like she's stuck and I feel I know exactly what she's feeling because I felt the exact same like when I was on my gap year and I'd like mm-hmm. nothing to do but then the minute I got a car and I had a little bit more freedom and I wasn't mm-hmm. as reliant on my parents to like drop me off at the bus stop to go to work like I'm five years old like yeah. it was just it's just a bit better yeah exactly and I the the only advice I'd say that I'd have for people who are younger than me right now is like don't rush like Mm. I remember when I was like I don't know 15 16 I was talking to one of um my family friends like my parents friends and it was I think it was like my birthday and I'm always excited for my birthday so I was like yeah like I'm getting older blah 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 blah. she was like there's no rush like Mm. there's no rush to be older like you can't live your life always thinking about how old you're going to be, you're like how old you're turning, how yeah. old you're going to be next year, like what's the next stage, blah, blah, blah. Because mm-hmm. you kind of miss the idea of exactly. living like in the present, if it's that makes like, sense. It's like when you're in school and you're just like, oh God, I wish I was older. Like I wish I was mm-hmm. in uni. And now we're just like, oh, I want to, I can't wait till we're out of uni and I've got a job or like I'm in my own space and things like that. And every mm-hmm. single stage in life, you're looking forward to the next stage because you you yeah. idealised it in your head and you think it's going to exactly. be this next revolutionary thing. When in mm-hmm. reality, it's just a little bit different to what you're going now and what you're feeling exactly. now. And yeah. you look back and you miss those days. Like we miss secondary school, like year 10 mm-hmm. science and the bants and the shit like that. But now <laughs> yeah. we'll be looking back in 10 years time thinking like, remember how jobless we were in that that summer of first year when we didn't have a job and we only had one meal a day because we couldn't afford to eat like I'm starting to I'm starting to do that now like alone in 10 years yeah. so it's like yeah, yeah exactly and like I feel um also because this week I was kind of I was studying like some psychology um, for my university and also just because I found it very interesting and I was reading about the idea of mindfulness because I feel like everybody's really getting into that whole mm. mindfulness self-care yoga it. meditation all of that jazz mm-hmm. but the idea of mindfulness is the fact that you have to because a lot of people struggle to let go of the past or to like not be so anxious about mm-hmm. the future and the idea of mindfulness is to put yourself in that headspace so that you're thinking of that present moment and to exactly. like be you know at one with what's going on to be mm-hmm. in a happier mental and emotional state and I was thinking about like how that is so useful in terms of maybe not the actual act of mindfulness but just thinking about the right now and like what's going on right now 100%. in your life because I think that as you grow up, I, this is definitely something when I was at the beginning of third year of uni, I was freaking out about mm. what I was going to be doing after uni. Like, I was like, I have no plans. I've applied for no jobs. Like, I haven't done any of this. And I was really, really like, because I'm a planner. I like to know mm-hmm. what's going to happen next. 
so yeah um so at the beginning i was just freaking out so much and it was actually like hindering me from being able to do my work you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i kind of just thought about it and i had a lot of discussions with people and i was just like there is no need to fear like whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen whatever i do next i'm sure will be good and it will be great cuz mm-hmm. like so far everything 100%. i've done has been fine you know what i mean and i think that like I don't know. I was just so fearful of what was going to happen next that I forgot that I still have to sit exams and I still have to get through yeah, third exactly. year, let alone like what I'm going to be doing in you September. Are. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I think I think it helps as well like in terms of like people with anxiety like I can't mm. relate to that as much because like I'm the opposite of an overthinker like I don't mm. think about things like that like um mm. like I'm more like impulsive and I just like and decisive. But when it comes to like over, like thinking about the future sometimes you can get in your own head in it like you can you can overthink and you can be like oh if I do this or if I don't do this and it's just there's so much impending doom and I think that mm. like I think me as a person I'm very much like take it as it comes it is what it is like if I could describe myself like in a phrase it would be it is what it is because like mm. I gen- I don't yeah. like to sh- I don't like to stress myself if that makes stress, sense yeah like yeah. I am stressed right now believe me like I've got a million things to do on my to-do list and like yeah and whatnot but like it is it genuinely is what it is and what will be will be and I think I've always been a big believer in like destiny and fate and just like mm. and just yeah that I think if if I put the work in now and I I have my intentions and I have my plans and yeah. I just keep pushing, fingers crossed, because right now it's the only thing keeping me going. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, sometimes when you look at it and you're like, I'm not seeing results, I'm not seeing mm. the things that I want to see, it can sometimes hinder you and put you a few mm. steps back. But I think mm. I just have to stay positive sometimes. Like, exactly. Yeah, that's where I'm exactly. right now in my headspace. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I 100% agree with that. Like, I think the only thing, especially now, like, ugh, I know during this pandemic like I feel like it's made it even worse to think about the future because we really don't know what's in store yeah exactly you know what I mean? so but I think the only thing you can do is mm-hmm. keep calm yeah exactly <laughs> like, you know you remember that one that thing that keep poster. calm and carry on yeah like, I love that man I swear that was on t-shirts all of my childhood yeah literally and mugs like, and posters mm-hmm. it's the only to thing though um but yeah no i actually read a uh, a thing this week it was about shifting your perspective um and it was just like talking about how that even though you turn a new age and you get older or whatever like the world has like quite a negative view on the process of growing up like um we forget that i don't know like it is actually kind of i guess a privilege in a way like not everybody has got to this point that we are right now mm-hmm. um and i was reading this i read a quote by this Jane Jane Fonda and it was saying um, we need to revise how we think of aging the old paradigm was you're born you peak at midlife and then you decline into decrepitude <laughs> <laughs> looking at aging as ascending a st- look at aging as ascending a staircase you gain well-being spirit soul wisdom the ability to be truly intimate and a life with intention and I thought that was so That's cute because so it was just cute. like yeah like I feel like I think we, I was talking about this to you when we went on a social distance walk um, and I was talking to you about how like I think that we uh, maturing is a thing but I also feel like there's other things that help you mature if that makes sense like I think that um, 
the idea now of like being in relationships and stuff like that like I'm perfectly happy with where I am but I also feel that I don't actually have that much life experience like mm-hmm. I don't actually know what it's like to I mean I do in some aspects but I don't in other aspects and yeah. I think that's the part of growing up that we now like we're getting to the point mm-hmm. of like and I think a lot of people like you were saying with your friends who have graduated like the tough world there is like finding jobs stuff like that like I think that's the part that we weren't we didn't have you mm. know what I mean like that's the part that everybody is now learning and like how hard it actually is but I don't also don't think that's something that we should be afraid of um yeah. because like I mean I guess like this quote says like you just gain more than you lose 100%. like you're not losing anything True. Um, that's what I mean like with experiences and stuff that I just mm-hmm. I try like you gain you gain something from every single thing that you do whether at the time you don't see the positives and you can only see the negatives down the line you will and you'll reflect like that's what that's what happens and I think yeah. as a society I think we've been kind of like trained to think that our life is over when we turn 30 mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. for some reason there's just such a tarnish on especially women like women they just yeah. think as soon as you turn 25 27 you're old and like you you're ugly mm-hmm. and you're wrinkled and whatever yeah and it's just such yeah. a like that's what I think we've grown up thinking and now we see people who are older than us who like we have the same we have similar like um mindsets and stuff and we see them Mm. they're thriving they're looking fantastic they're living their lives they have a good job Mm. and they're like quote unquote settling down and we're and Mm. like we realized like recently like your 20s are to to struggle and your 30s are to like live life and yeah like yeah you just you never thought of that as you were young I don't know if it was just like my parents but they yeah. were working in their 30s as well because they they, mm. they didn't have, like, a choice. But I'm saying, like, you can you can grow into yourself and be happier and more comfortable with what you want in life as well. I'm just thinking, yeah. like, financially and, like, in terms of mm. living and your, your um, style of living. But I think within yourself yeah. as well. Yeah, and, like, touching what you were saying about how, like, the way that society, like, treats growing up, I feel like it's definitely valued in society, like, youth. Is something that is so valued in society 100%. being young like like that is what everybody wants to be all the time you know 100%. what i mean but i think that people forget that 20 the the 20s is your second decade 100%. like what, what third decade third decade zero third to de- 10 10 to 20 so oh now yeah we're doing de- you're entering your third decade yes. right like and do you know how many more decades you'll probably have? That's what I'm saying. Like, like I've been seeing patients you know I mean? who are in their 60s. I'm like, oh, they're not that, they're not old. Like, and yeah. I'm deeping, like, 60s isn't old. It, no, exactly. Like, do you know what like, I mean? Like, you can still yeah. look good at 60. Exactly. Like, look like, at Angela Bassett. Look at Meryl Streep. As in, and I was speaking to my grandma, like, on my birthday, right? And she was like, oh, yeah, like, you're making me feel old. Like, because I've turned 21, obviously. And I was thinking, how can I sit here and be like, oh, I'm getting so old when my grandma is literally 60 years older than me. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like, she has the right to be like, oh, I feel her older. You know what I mean? I do not have the right. (laughs) I do not have the right. (laughs) My cousins, I Mm -hmm. think, I think he's going into year, he's finishing year 11 or something this year. Or like they're getting Mm. older or like they're over five years old. And it's like, yeah. wow, bloody hell, I feel old. Like, because mm. obviously, like, I changed your nappies. Like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't, you can't go into year eleven. That's unacceptable. Like, that's actually unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, like I think it's just something that we all have. I think it's more about putting it into perspective. First thing to do, like overcoming yeah. that fear is putting it into perspective and realizing you're not old. You're actually <laughs> like, not old. You're not old. You have really There's people out life, here really. in cel- yeah. Midlife is mm-hmm. 50. Like I know life expen- mm-hmm. expectancy isn't um like as linear as we thought it was when we were younger, but still like Yeah. Middle aged is 40, 50, please. Like mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I'm not even in a midlife crisis yet. I'm not even a quarter-life crisis. Yeah. I mean, I might be. I mm. think I might be. I think well, I, I've passed anyway. my crisis. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we don't even... You're not even at the point where you need to worry about how old you're getting. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. I think it is different for women, though, because I think there's that whole... <sighs> prime time Exactly, factor, the whole prime time hate. factor. You know what I and mean? And the biological like, clock. How is my flatmate also ugh. hoovering? I don't. Why today? Why he today? Want to hoover. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, because I was thinking about it um, on this walk that I went with my friend yesterday, and he was basically saying like how he doesn't have an he. So he, Matty is twenty two. Yeah, and he was basically saying how he feels that all of his friends are like in serious committed relationships like i guess it was valentine's that brought this out i think it is like you don't realize you don't realize until it's valentine's day all of a sudden everyone is in a relationship everyone's in a relationship and it's like he's like i don't get it like i don't i don't feel the drive to want to be like settling down yeah and he's like i just don't have that yet and i was like I don't think you're necessarily weird for not having that. I like, don't think that's weird opinion, at all, man. I think we're all I like don't that. think it's weird. I think our entire and, friendship group is like that. Yeah. And I was just saying to him, like, it's fine. Like, 22 is still so young. And I was like, I do think it is different for females, though, because I feel that we always have this constant pressure of if we don't <laughs> meet someone, find someone soon, we can't have kids. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Like, yeah. I was watching this YouTube video of this girl. She was at med school and she's talking about how, you know, she doesn't really want to get married at med school, blah, 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 all of this stuff. And how she's thinking about freezing her eggs. And I was like, you're 22. No, that then, is a smart idea, man. Like, yeah. To be, but, to be conscious when you're younger so you don't, you're protecting your yeah. future self. Whether you, you cannot, you can, cannot, want to, don't want to have kids. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just an insurance policy in a way yeah i get it but i think it's such a it's such a harsh world that we live in like that that is kind of our reality you know what i mean and i think that's also what pushes the fear of growing up especially for women is this idea that like you're gonna pass your prime time and you wouldn't have met anybody and you wouldn't have settled down and you wouldn't have you know bought your house and you won't be thriving and like exactly and you have to do all of this before 30 and like now i'm like oh i'm 21 or like you're turning 23 you have seven years to find the man of my dreams settle down get you know what i mean oh, no. see the thing is with me like i, I don't think i'm even pressed about that like mm. i'm not pressed now because i think i'm still in uni i still feel young like i still feel mm. like a child but i feel like if i was in a few years time i think i could, would understand like because mm. it's just pressure. Even if you do, if you think you don't care, like the pressure is still gonna get to you regardless. Yeah. But like, I think my attitude of what will be will be will just carry me like through that period. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. just like, it is what it is. Like, if I don't, if I don't find a babes, I don't find a babes. Like, mm. it's okay as long as I can get a dog, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. No. I think it's about like so kind of what we were saying about one kind of like putting everything into perspective but i think also using that fear to be productive 
like if you know that it's something that you worry about I guess like do something about it (laughs) like rather than like not you know what I mean like because I firmly believe that if you can change it then change it and if you can't then stop worrying yeah me too I've always been like we've had this conversation haven't we like Mm. Mm-hmm. you can if something bothers you you can change it or you can deal with it that's it mm-hmm. exactly like there's there's really only two options here and i guess kind of growing up is one of those things there that we can't change it so we have to accept mm-hmm. that it's happening we're moving up we're growing we're think, doing new things i think the longer you deny it or the longer you ignore it the worse like mm. the worse it will hit you if that makes sense yeah i think so i think there will be a day kind of where faced, faced with all this yeah exactly and this responsibility i think the responsibility doom (laughs) i know i'm sorry i meant responsibility like in a way (laughs) like all of a sudden you've got all this stuff to do that you'd never had to do before like if you think about kids who didn't really do anything around the house growing up and then they went to uni and had to do everything for themselves then it's kind of like it's a lot yeah 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 i agree that yeah that also reminds me of my walk with matty like he was he was basically saying how he fears that he'll never ever like like have a desire to like like do anything blah 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 or like i don't know just i don't know like elevate from the position he is blah 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 or like obviously he wants to get a job and get his own place and all of that stuff but in terms mm-hmm. of like marriage and all of that stuff he was like i just feel like i'm never gonna have that and i was like you will when the time is right yeah you know I what think, i mean yeah. and i think that's the thing with everything like you will like you will get up and do it when you mm-hmm. have to and when exactly. the time is right exactly you know I mean? it's like you lie in bed and you're like oh i can't bother to get up I, this was the me this morning i was like i can't bother to get up like I, do i have to do i have to it's cold but then at the end of the day you have to get up like you've got to yeah. go the, to place you've got to go like you have no exactly. choice exactly um and yeah it's scary but that's life <laughs> that is really life yeah exactly um but I mean I don't think I can necessarily sit here and say that I've overcome the fear of growing up but I'm definitely on my way I feel I'm, on my way. I'm definitely at peace more with like the fact that I don't know what's going to stop I've decided to stop being an excessive planner like I think I can plan my day to day but I can't plan mm. the next five to ten years mm-hmm. you can have a rough <laughs> idea you, have, you can have your goals and your desires but yeah yeah you can't have everything planned out and like exactly. I think this past year has taught everyone that like as much mm-hmm. as you have your plans, the universe or God or whatever you believe in is like bitch you thought because no, mm-hmm. like this yeah. whole Panasonic has thrown every single person off, like all the things we thought we'd do. I thought I'd be doing up travelling last summer, but I was not, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like you have to take the punches as they come. Mm-hmm. And I think also it's important to remember that this is just a, a feeling like that that's current. Like this is just a current feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think it necessarily like has to be something that you feel forever. Um, and I think that if it it is something that is becoming like unbearable, then there's a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think it's kind of like your mood. Because um, I was learning in my lecture this week as well that like moods, you can have a good mood, you can have a bad mood, but it's when one of them becomes like a constant thing, mm. that's when it's like not normal. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Like I like, saw this thing yeah. that was like, you're not like when people are like, oh, I'm always sad, and you think about it, like you're not always happy. Life mm. is not always happiness. For you to have mm. a period of always sadness is kind of like 
it's kind of like yin and yang and like you have to balance it out like you have to reach mm. a place of like just being content in the middle mm. of happiness and sadness and like mm-hmm. not striving for just one like be like oh like mm. my goal in life is to be happy but it's like you have to accept that that's not always the case and with life yeah. comes ups and downs and stuff but I think so. you also have to accept that you don't have to be sad all the exactly. time like I think a lot like I feel like social media recently has really been like kind of I don't know pedestaling sadness if that makes sense like I feel like I see a lot of the time people are like oh like I don't know like I'm I'm having a bad day today cool I get it (laughs) you know what I mean but it's Mm -hmm. like I don't know why I don't know like do you get what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. making sadness a good thing in a way yeah like which I find quite strange yeah no I think there's like kind of like two sides to it like I think because this lockdown has been very intense for like a lot mm. of people so I think it is just a common thread of genuinely like a lot of people are sad but then it's mm. kind of like romanticizing it in a way yeah like I see certain tweets and I'm just like that's a bit too far and I think yeah. there has always been the the case of romanticizing like some men- mental illnesses like do you remember back mm. in the day when when people would have scars on their arms from like self-harming mm. and there'd be the tumblr post be like oh when he kisses yeah. your scars like people just have a way of romanticizing a lot of things and just yeah even when it comes to like turmoil like the what film was it when the girl um, fell in love with the nazi and it's just like you there's certain things you can't you Don't, can't romanticize yeah. you can't do this exactly. it's not something that you can you can idolize in a way yeah i think it's just i guess i think that i mean this is really off the topic but i just feel like society is losing its touch on reality like, oh 100% we're all nothing yeah, is real anymore like mm. so I think it's, it's very apparent now and I think every day yeah. you just have to look at I think you have to distance yourself from social media now like I've I've reached that point people would say it and I'd be like yeah yeah I agree but I'd mm. still be on Twitter every day and I'd still enjoy what was going on and I think I talked yeah. about this last week but now I just feel very detached from it and like I can see it but it doesn't incite anything in me like any yeah. like I think it came from Clubhouse. Like I see the Clubhouse topics on my TL and like I won't really know the backstory, but I just I know I don't care. That's all I know. Mm. And the only thing yeah. can I just say, I know I've, this is completely the opposite of what I've just said about being detached, but the only thing I have actually cared about as of this year on social media has been the girl who got gorilla glue in her hair. That's the only yeah. thing that I've been like invested in, let's say, because it's mm. it's it's a it's a that's more of a like a personal thing if that makes sense but like yeah your general beefs and your general the same topics that come up on twitter every single they're day they're meaningless and, stuff they're just meaningless and i think i think my friend used to say that like, oh i'm not really big on socials and i always used to find that a bit like weird like how how can you not be mm. but like now i understand it because i'm just like it's just it takes up so much mental capacity and it's so exhausting because mm. these people are talking about the same things day in day out like are you not tired yeah. It's just boring. Like, now I find... If you look at my screen time, my screen time for social media, like, has literally gone down to, like... I think I spend literally 40 minutes on Instagram a day. Yeah. Like, I'll just flick through. And, like, Twitter... I don't know. I think I used to be on it a lot in the summer. But now, like, I just find it so boring. Which is weird because I love to express my opinion. Yeah, But I think I only find my life interesting. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll still tweet. I really Like, I went through a period of not tweeting, but then... Like, I just wanted to, like, just say things. But even just, mm. like, I'll go on it on my breaks from revising. And I just, like, it's just a it's different thing. And yeah. nothing's changed, really. 
I don't know, maybe people are just, I think maybe because we've been all in being inside for the last year and that's all we've seen all day on repeat. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, anyway, I guess it's kind of linking to, in summary, the fear of growing <laughs> up. Yeah. It's something that you just have to kind of put in perspective and realise everybody's going through it, but it doesn't do think, devalue how you're feeling. Do but, you think the fact that we're feeling a little bit more detached from socials and our age mates is because we're gro- we're growing up and we're kind of, in a way, outgrowing them and outgrowing I, their drama and their ridiculous yeah, opinions and things like that? Yeah, I think now it's just embarrassing. Like, for me, anyway, like, when I see stuff, I'm like... come on like we're actually not kids (laughs) you know what I mean like some of your opinions are just ridiculous like and you're and you should really be embarrassed but you know Mm. I also don't care because a lot of the time you're either not in my life too far away from my immediate vicinity or I don't actually care that much (laughs) you know what I mean yeah so but anyway I guess that kind of wraps up our episode on the fear of growing up um it was kind of a short but quick one today because we're both in a rush yes um, i have to be somewhere in four minutes <laughs> yeah um but i mean i didn't have a new what do you call it segment of the week that we should be talking about things that are happening in the world but i think there are a lot of causes that are going on at the moment so yes. i'll still try and find them to put on our instagram if um, we had yeah. more time i'd talk about the xenophobia against um the Asian yeah. community. Asian, yeah, especially um, in however, America, Yes, I genuinely do not have time because I will be late. Um, yes. So I just, I'm afraid um, I have to wrap it up. I mean, you can you can Google it. This is like a segue. You can Google it and you can go find out <laughs> for yourself. Like, we don't we'll have to We'll probably speak about you. it next week. Yeah, we can that's, go into depth next week, yeah. Mental um, do that next week. Yes. <laughs> um, but I hope you've enjoyed this episode and make sure that you check us out on our socials. Um, on Instagram, we're the dot talking dot stage and on twitter we're talking stage x uh, we are available on spotify apple podcasts and any other streaming services that you use um and have an amazing week guys and have a i great hope week, that everyone. none of you are feeling too f- afraid of the future um but yeah and make sure that you do almost if you are because we probably like to have a conversation <laughs> yeah we can talk about it like we, we yeah. have no we have no qualifications but we clearly like like yeah give exactly <laughs> i think our opinions are more researched compared to last season so yeah i think i feel like me i feel more grounded this like mm. recently so head we'll on see. my shoulders head on my all shoulders. right then people <laughs> see you next week bye guys peace au revoir